works by Aaron Copeland, Elaine Hagenberg, Andre J. Thomas, and others. Tickets available now at sheridan.edu slash arts or by calling the WCA box office at 675-0360. Your search for office supplies starts right here at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. We've stocked our office supply department with supplies that meet your everyday work challenges. Our online store at sheridancommercial.com where you can explore and discover exclusive deals and compare prices with a few clicks. So whether you prefer the in-store experience at 303 Broadway or the digital office store at SheridanCommercial.com. The Sheridan Commercial Company and Office Supply Store is your partner, open seven days a week. Life can be fast-paced and it can be hard to get things done, but we're here to help make your home loan process easy. Hi, this is Whitney Sweeney, mortgage loan originator at First Northern Bank of Wyoming. While we'd love to see you, we also offer an easy online mortgage application to help apply for a home loan in just minutes. We offer competitive rates and can get you pre-qualified same day. Visit firstnorthern.bank to start your application today or give us a call at 673-HOME. We look forward to helping you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 1124841. Check out the new Buckaroo on the Block, Tara's Craft Kitchen. Open Friday evenings 5 to 8.30 p.m. at 3.30 North Main in downtown Sheridan. Enjoy your dinner experience with an indoor garden vibe. Great wine and beer selection, fun cocktails, and a full dinner menu. Tara's Craft Kitchen will fill your plate with scrumptious meals and a fun-friendly atmosphere. Tara's Craft Kitchen, 33 North Main in Sheridan. For reservations, call 763-4133. Hi, everybody. Trevor Jackson back with you as we get ready for more high school football action this week. On Friday night, the Sheridan Bronx will host the Gasper Killingwalls Trojans at Homer Scott Stadium, and we've got all the action for you live. Our broadcast will begin with the first Federal Bank and Trust pregame show at 5.30. Kickoff is at 6 o'clock. You can hear the Bronx and the Trojans on KWYO, 1410 AM and 106.9 FM. Where can you watch entrepreneurs compete for a share of $100,000, eat and drink lots of deliciousness, and learn about the newest startups in Sheridan County? The Y.O. Theater, that's where. Jessica Madden here from Impact 307 announcing that the Sheridan Startup Challenge Pitch Night will be showcased on Wednesday, November 1st at 5.30 p.m. There is no cost to attend and the premiere event is open to the public. Please join us as we support local businesses, vote for your favorite startup idea for the Audience Choice Award, and stick around for the reception and winner announcements all at the Y.O. Theater November 1st. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Out of the Wyoming Performing Arts and Education Center, Sage Community Arts, the Britain Museum, the U-Cross Foundation, and the Nelgy Center for Excellence in Creativity and the Arts will host events right here in Sheridan for the 2023 Arts Summit. This morning, I am joined by the Executive Director of Sage Community Arts, Jill Benson. Good morning, Jill. Good morning, Floyd. And uh, now, how... how is the opening uh, of the arrivals. That's kind of the big thing that you and I talked about last time you were on the show. And uh, it, I think it was just getting ready to open the next day. How did that go? It's gone so amazing so far. And um, 
It's just a show that really speaks to so many different people. We've had you know quilters who have come in because they see that artistry of it, but then we see kind of the the more modern progressive artists look at it to see how they're taking Britney's taken traditional arts combined with so many different techniques. You know, when you listen to her talk about it, there's photographic techniques in this quilting that she's done to make the different fabrics and there's some printmaking techniques within the quilting and the, the finding of different materials that she's brought together to make this piece that has this story that's so deep and meaningful and others that are so centering and it's a piece that I absolutely love. It's um, titled Home House 7 or 6. We have a lot of them. But, <laughs> <laughs> but their, her Home House series is so, it was her trying to make is after having her first son, having and creating a home, making a st- stability. And you can just feel that radiate off of the pieces. You're like, this piece is calming. This piece is drawing me in. I, I feel centered and, and at home with this. And that just radiates through our gallery. And I was talking to Brittany the other day. I was like, I love your show no matter what the weather is outside. But when we get this rainy part of it your show has transformed the gallery into this this home this space that draws the community in that draws me down from my office and I just want to stand in there and I feel this true immersion into the exhibit that a lot of the others I have as well but this one there's there's almost this tactile next level feeling of being pulled into the show and and a connection I'm good friends with Brittany but I feel another connection with her. Rachel's felt a connection. Patrons that have come in to see it, they they feel this connection because of how the, the colors just work so well. The the feel of how they flow against the wall work amazing, and just the story. And you know, I have so many people pour so much of their heart and soul into their work, and you can truly see this. The history is overwhelming of her pieces. Some of them have a house coat that her great-grandmother wore and so there's this generational history that like and it's bright red it's beautiful and it's so these little pops of red in this beautiful deep blues is just like oh wait where are we connecting here and it, it's but and it's not overwhelming it's just like where do I get to transcend with this piece next and it's I could go on for days it's just absolutely <laughs> fantastic it, I encourage everyone to come down, and it's so exciting that her reception is, let me ask, it's tomorrow night, October 26th at 5.30 to 7.30 at Sage, and she's going to talk some more about that, but it's a chance to meet her with her art. Yeah. And then she's going to have a, a longer artist talk on November 8th. I saw one of, uh, I s- attended her, her reception out at Cross, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly, and uh it's absolutely amazing to be able to stand there with her as she walks through and just kind of speaks about these pieces and yes. and the very intimate uh, portions of her life that are included on this and, and you know the fabrics like you were talking yes. about the coat and the things like that and the other materials that she's used mm-hmm. from her life to create these things. It's absolutely beautiful. And I love how you touch on the weather outside. Yeah. <laughs> Starting to turn cold, it's rainy, and then you've got this dedicated mother's art 
Yes. Kind of just welcoming you through the door. And it's really amazing that it creates that that feeling when you walk in. You oh, know, it's right exactly away. what she was trying to say and, and just one aspect of what she was trying to say, but it does yes. it so well. And yeah. uh, folks, if you haven't gone down and checked that out, I highly suggest that you do. And one more time, she's going to be there tomorrow night, you said. Yes, from 5.30 to 7.30, it's the artist reception. She'll be able to meet and greet with her as she goes over little bits of the the art and just to, again, to be immersed in that space with her. And she knows no strangers. And so she's so willing and open to share with you, to teach you through her art. And as you said, yes, it's this willing mother's story. And what, what do mothers do for us? They teach us, they encourage us, they give us this platform to thrive and become new again. And that's exactly what she does through this show. I've, I've learned so much from her, um, even just in the installation process and some of the fine tunings of it of like some days Rachel and I feel like we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants but um, we put together beautiful shows but behind the scenes is always very exciting a little bit of chaos a little, right? little bit of chaos you know <laughs> sprinkle that for the final flavoring but um, so she came in and is helping teach us and to learn and what we can then take on to our next shows and our next uh, exploration of what the gallery can do. And so you, you can really feel that, and she is so willing to share that. So tomorrow night she will be there sharing that. And then the deeper story going into more of a uh, her artist talk will be on November 8th. That will be about a 45-minute presentation. And that will be more of along the lines of, like, what inspired each piece and things mm-hmm. like that, right? Kind of some uh, more of her journey, too, of where she's, you know, she went to school for photography, how it came to this, her printmaking stuff, what led up to this full show. Because tomorrow I want people to be there walking around, moving with her through through the art. And then so it'll be great to the juxtaposition of getting to be there walking through the art with her and then to come back for a time to sit down, having seen it. Because I, I really think it's important to see a show multiple times. One, it's the, that first initial impact. Let's move through this. Let's see what this does for me. Come back another time to see how those, it's going to hit you in a different way that mm-hmm. next time. And then to be able to hear this next longer journey of it. And we'll have, and I also believe like some of the receptions, like let's talk a little bit, but it's it's this more moving and meeting and probably because I'm an antsy person myself, like I don't want to stand up more than <laughs> kind of mill around. But so we'll have, you know, sit down be able to sit and listen and and one if when you're sitting you can just like focus in on that story that journey she wants to share as well and that'll be the actually the second lecture of our tributary lectures as well so you know it's it's one of those situations a lot like literature mm-hmm. i can read a book when i was a teenager i can reread it now and it'll have a completely different feeling to it yeah it'll mean something totally different or I'll identify with somebody in that book that I thought wouldn't ever matter to me, you know, when I yeah. first read it. Different stages of your life, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I find myself as I get older walking around looking at so much of this fantastic art that you guys have up. I never thought I would be the guy that stood in front of a painting for 10 minutes, mm-hmm. you know, and still I'm not done here. You yeah. Know, I've, 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 I haven't felt or seen enough of it yet. And I've become that guy. 
Yeah. And maybe it's age. Maybe it's just, you know, a better insight on, on, and perspective of, of the mm-hmm. world. But art changes with you. It and, does. And I love how that happens. You know, uh, a photograph when you were 20 is not the same photograph nope. when you're 40. <laughs> it just changes with you. And it's amazing to see these artists do the same thing. It really is. And that's what's so great of not just, you know, changing with age, but Sheridan is so fortunate to have this plethora of amazing art and all the arts that come here. And when you really step back and look at it, it's like, my goodness, what do we, how did we get so fortunate to be here? And I could go on in my theories and it's so lovely, but that allows us to find that piece that speaks to us, that performance that moves us, that changes us, that in a, might not even be the age, but it's because we were able to bring in this different performer that came that we might not have been able to see because we weren't able to leave here or something, but that we brought it to Sheridan, Wyoming, yeah. to speak to this diverse culture that we're building here and to see the, the different residencies bringing my goodness, these international renowned residencies, the only ones in Wyoming, too, that they bring in such a diversity, and those artists are willing to share their journey and to not only what they can bring to the community, but what the community brings to them and to watch them change after being here is one of my favorite things to see. They're like, we didn't expect to, to be moved, to be transformed by Wyoming. Yeah. Sheridan this way we're like yeah we know and we, we, we're pretty fortunate but then also there's you can see that in people's eyes like we also didn't expect to be transformed and changed by you yeah. coming in for the better too generally I, I feel that we're all like oh this is a way to diversify us more to I've now found a new piece or mixed media that yeah I'm just drawn into and 10 minutes like no no please go away I'm, I'm still looking I'm still diving into this more and and I count my lucky stars quite often when it comes to the job that I have I you know and and maybe it's just that I, I wasn't looking as hard then as I am now mm-hmm. but I've lived in a lot of different places in this state and I will say that Sheridan has hands down some of the most talented individuals when it comes to performing arts, you know, actors, actresses, dancers, uh, you know, musicians, artists, uh, mm-hmm. uh, quilters. It's just, it goes on and on. And, yes. and we're so lucky to have that. So for me, what I would suggest to individuals out there, because of this fantastic advantage that we have over so many other, other places, the best thing that we can do as a community is to support that every chance we get because it is rare you know it it is a very rare thing to walk down the street of a city and just oh there's another piece of art oh Mm -hmm. there's some more art oh there's Mm -hmm. art over here and you know i've been to other places and they may have like one thing that you see many times throughout right. the city you know yeah bears and buffaloes and boots and <laughs> yep. those are all great i love them i really do Very because fun, but a lot of artists put a lot of work into that stuff mm-hmm. but here it's different so different you know from block to block it's it's something brand new and we have so many beautiful art galleries and so many fantastic foundations that are doing their best to just feed into this community 
I think we as the public, the best thing that we can do is to just guard it by attending. Yes. You know, that's that's how we protect it. We be there. We be present. Mm-hmm. And uh, being present, that's something that I've uh, also learned as I've gotten older. Definitely. <laughs> speaking of this, we've been chosen. Uh, and that sounds very, you know, <laughs> biblical. But <laughs> we've been Just. chosen uh, to be the hosts for the 2023 Arts Summit. For those who don't know what this is, Jill, can you explain what the Arts Summit is? It's a truly incredible opportunity to see the arts of Sheridan, the county, our region, Wyoming, and the impact that they have on the community, not just a beautification, not just a community diversifier, an an economic driver, a a substantial piece of the communities that makes us uh, somewhere we want to live, we want to thrive, we want to grow. And so this uh, summit is working to show so many different parts of the arts. There will be some workshops, there will be portfolio reviews, but there's also um, the the technical workshops, but the the workshops also on your diversity and equity and inclusion training, board training for the nonprofit sides of it. Because we see so many times within the arts, a lot of them are nonprofit because yeah. that's that's what we got to do to to get these to get the arts into the community. They go through a nonprofit side. But then also the small business side, that's what the artists are. They're a small business trying to get their art out there, figure out their financials. So there'll be some stuff that'll speak to that. There'll be um, a, a really great part is the advocacy. Just as you said, is like being the community that shows up and is present. Um, the Wyoming Arts Alliance is doing some great um, advocacy and legislative stuff. They're huge for us in legislature for the arts, but they'll be doing some talks. Uh, one of them is going to be hosted at SAGE, which I'm very excited about the, Director of WIA, um, Andrew Schneider, will be on there with our um, House Representative, Cyrus Western, which I think is very exciting. He's been such a great supporter um, and some other cultural champions from from WIA. And what it does is it shows they'll be able to speak to the different ways you can advocate and appreciate and be an ally for the arts. It's not just creating the art. It's how do you show up? How do you be present? How are you being that next platform for the artists? How are you participating in the arts? Because it's not just buying the art. It's not just creating the art. It's, it's making that platform. It's not loving something to death that you're draining the life force out of it, which you, know, you can see some of these beautiful communities, the different influx of people. Like, why are they coming here? Because we have the arts. Because we have this diverse culture. But remember to keep it safe keep it elevated, keep it in the forefront and, and be encourage the new people who are moving in to show up, to be the new community, to be present at the arts. It's like, we don't need to shut them out. We need to invite them in. They need to be the next voice for it. And a lot of this training that the summit does helps us talk about that. And um, again, it also highlights the diversity in this small footprint that is shared, which I'm so excited about. We get to showcase art galleries, performing arts theaters, 
centers for creativity and excellence in the arts and the residencies in this short three-day period. I just, um, without having to drive a crazy distance, I mean, the t- uh, Friday and Saturday, they have to walk across the street from Sage to the Wyo Theater. So, <laughs> right, like, yeah. which I don't think a lot of the the rest of the state realizes how close physically, but also organizationally, we are. We all get along, and we like to get along, and we all meet monthly, sometimes weekly, for different things. And um, again, the Art Summit is so fabulous in that we're it gets to highlight everybody. We're highlighting the arts, the visual, the performing, the residencies, the museums. But then we're perf- they're highlighting the advocacy side, the patron side. Like, how do you become more? Which is so exciting because you always think, you hear arts and it's like, oh, maybe that's not for me. I'm not an artist. I'm not a performer. It's like, no, no. Right. You're right. an art lover. You're an art patron. Here's how you can be involved and how you can see such a deeper level of what you can do with that. And the Wyoming Arts Council is truly just such, we are so blessed to have an organization like that in Wyoming who is constantly traveling around to the different organizations. And, you know, Wyoming's not a small state, but they feel like they're a local organization because they're trying to be present in each community, trying to realize how can we, how can we be more, do better for you. And Director Clifton, she is, uh, when you think of some other organizations, like how often can you just write to the director and be like, OMG, I need some help with this. Who? And then she's like, okay, here, let me, let me assist you right there. And it's just like right back and not some automatic email of like, thank you for writing to the Wyoming Arts Council. Right, it right. never feels like that and is never that way. And that you It's have, more personal. A it's so personal. Yeah. And when you're trying to work with artists and performers who truly have their heart and soul into something to know that you're also talking to a real person who cares and understands the journey that the artist you're trying to help has been through because most of the Wyoming Arts Council is some sort of artist in some way or another or tied to it comes from an art family so they they live and breathe it too they know the struggle they know the struggle <laughs> On the, i gotta take a quick commercial break when we come back we're gonna have more uh, we're gonna talk a little bit more about the 2023 art summit stick with us you're listening to public pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 fm share it Are you tired of dealing with complicated bank switches? At First Federal Bank & Trust, we understand that where you bank matters and switching to the right bank should be a breeze. Introducing ClickSwitch, your ultimate solution to hassle-free direct deposit transfers. With ClickSwitch, we automatically move your recurring direct deposits from your old account to your new account. It's simple, safe, and takes just minutes. When you bank with First Federal, you're not just a customer. You're a valued member of the community. We take pride in living and working right alongside you, contributing to the growth of our local economy. First Federal Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. Christmas is right around the corner, so let Legacy Diamond and Gems help you create your own unique custom design jewelry. But don't procrastinate. The deadline's November 1st for guaranteed Christmas delivery. Their professional staff can help you create a piece of jewelry that leaves your loved ones speechless. Need ideas? See some of their fine jewelry online for inspiration at LegacyDiamondGems.com. Stop by their temporary location at 17 East Lauks between P.O. News and the Chocolate Tree. That's Legacy Diamond and Gems in downtown Sheridan. Hey, it's the rookie, Andrew Boynt, with First Northern Bank, Sheridan Honda, and Power Sports Pro Football Pick'em. Here's what happened in the KROE studio this week. The weekly score, Andrew. From the, from three, the penthouse. Yeah. Yeah. The three, basement. 
three. That's one, two, three nice. points. Andrew, I don't know if we've ever I was, That's what I was going to say. Anyone. Oh, I'm sure we have. Get three points. I don't know. Three is, that's, that's, that's not good. I don't know. If, yeah, I, I think that's an all-time, I got to tell you, Andrew. I yeah. think that's the all-time low. So Poor Andrew. All -time low, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't mean to dog you. <laughs> no, that's all right. That's the all-time low. If sorry. we get a first time, we got to celebrate it. Yeah, you know? I agree. That's the first time. Right. I agree. Andrew, and I'm enjoying it. It's just not me. Yeah. <laughs> cake, cake and ice cream for you. Canned Ice Ice Baby here with Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Play along with us every week for a chance to win a prize. This week, it's a $100 gift card to the Warehouse Gastro Pub. Just go to the contest page on sharedmedia.com and click on the Pro Football Pick'em banner. Hi, this is Kitty Merrill at Buffalo Realty, introducing 152 Highway 16 East in Buffalo. This 36-acre parcel adjacent to the city limits, it offers mountain views and a beautiful creek runs the entire length of the east edge of the property. Perfect for whatever you can imagine, development of residential homes, multifamily, and commercial. There are no covenants. Location is amazing and possibilities are endless. Call me, Kitty Merrill, at Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property. Let's talk about tires. Think about snowy, icy roads ahead. Now, think about your current warm tires. How safe does that make you feel? Luckily, Midas Tire and Auto has their best tire sale on brands like Cooper, Hankook, and Toyo going on this month. Buy three tires, get one free, and up to a $100 rebate on select tires. Midas also has big savings on shocks and struts. Preparing for winter is critical. Saving money is optional, but Midas makes it easy to do both. Getting and keeping you safely on the road. Midas Tire and Auto in Sheridan. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, I'm speaking with the executive director of Sage Community Arts, Jill Benson. We're talking about the upcoming 2023 Arts Summit and the schedule for the four days looks pretty full. Jill, I don't have a lot of time with you left, but can you run down the list of events for us that's going to be taking place? Oh, yes. You might have to speed me up there because like you said, <laughs> this is a week, four days crazy we should say a week long because the amount of activities going on is just crazy so check-in will be on your thursdays and there's going to be um you can go to the yo theater and check out some of their national theater you can come over to sage for a art opening the arrivals by Brittany denim wise not and then you can close out the night with uh open mic night at luminous and that's just day one and then going through friday and saturday are a, a bit similar in uh the structure you have portfolio reviews or learning how to photograph your art in the morning, lunch on your own, some DEI training or toolkits. Uh, then there'll be tours either out at the Brinton hosting a, a, a video in the, eve the afternoons. Again, some more workshops kind of also kind of spaced out through the Wyo Theater and Sage. Um, they have an offering to do some professional headshots by our beloved Ashley Cooper. And then uh, the photographing the artwork will be by Brittany. Denim Wise Not again, which would be fantastic. Portfolio reviews by our very own Keith Davis. I mean, do not miss that opportunity because he is so insightful on the work. And again, with Tani Schuler also will be uh, incredible. Not an opportunity to miss. Um, uh, the full the full event schedule can be found on the uh, Wyoming Arts Council website. It says Art Summit right there, and you get to see it because there's. Um, just so much going on. The keynote speaker will be happening on Saturday. And another super exciting event is the governor will be announcing the Wyoming Poet Laureate, which is just absolutely incredible. And that is going to happen, I believe, on 
think it kind of rounds everything it out. Does. I it does. I believe it does. You know, and mm. I think our own uh, Gigliano over there in Buffalo has been the yeah. poet laureate, I think, since 2016. You might have to research that, folks, make sure that I'm right on my date there. But uh, he has been the Wyoming Poet Laureate for quite some time and an amazing individual. And I'm really looking forward to seeing, uh, you know, who the governor will appoint next. Uh, It's one of those positions that I, excuse me, I always felt was much more important than, than what it looks like on the surface. This individual basically goes around and celebrates, you know, literature, poetry, art, which is such a vital part of our culture and who we are. Um, you know, even even tough cowboys have cowboy poetry exactly. and singing country songs next to a fire. That's culture. That is. That's, and it's that's, such a deep-rooted part of our culture. Absolutely. Ew. It's such a huge part of who we are. You yes. know? Um, so I, I would say, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you can get in on these classes, absolutely take advantage of this. This isn't something that's going to happen uh, regularly. So it, get it while we can. How do we register? Do we just have to go to the Wyoming Arts Council website? Yes, I believe they are still have some last-minute registrations because we do kick off tomorrow night. Yeah. So if, you, if you're able to get in, get in. Um, and some of these other events are free for for dropping in, like our um, the opening for Brittany uh, show. That's that's free and open. And then there's the Rocky Horror Picture Show at Absolutely. the Wyo Theater on Saturday, not to be missed. <laughs> Fabulous as always. <laughs> Another part of Sheridan culture, right yeah, there. Yeah, and uh, it is amazing. There are so many people who are dedicated to that oh, event, man. and it is so. It's just fabulous, again, to see another spur of the Sheridan culture. You're like, yes, love you people. This my, is great. <laughs> yeah, and everyone does such a great job. My wife and I went last year for the first time, and we decided even before we left the theater, okay, this is our yearly Halloween event. This is what we're going to do every year. Jill, I want to thank you, my friend, for coming in this morning. Uh, kind of last minute I had you jump in, but I greatly appreciate you being here. Thank you so much, as always. And it's always a pleasure, my friend. All right. We're going to speak with our Sheridan County Library System when we return. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, Unleashed Foundation is receiving these funds for random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. If you've got a person in your family who loves to have high-quality sunglass protection for their outdoor life, a gift certificate to Eye Care of the Bighorns is the perfect gift. They carry prescription and non-prescription sunglasses from Maui Gym, Costa Del Mar, Ray-Ban, and more. With a gift certificate, your loved one can find the exact frame they want with the lenses designed for their outdoor use. Eye Care of the Bighorns, 1033 Coffeen Avenue behind Subway and online at eyecareofthebighorns.com. 
Mandy Coltisco from Century 21 BHJ brings you this pet of the week from the dog and cat shelter. Three-year-old Ruger is a very big boy with a huge heart. He needs an active household with lots of time to run around and play. Harlequin is a two-year-old domestic long hair that will keep you on your toes. If you're looking for entertainment, come and meet this beautiful fluff ball today. Your new best friend is waiting for you at the dog and cat shelter. Uprising's Ball of the Wild is back and coming soon to the Sheridan County Fairgrounds Friday, November 3rd at 6 p.m. Don your best Western wear as you dance the night away to the soulful sound of Jesse Daniels. Tantalize your taste buds with wild game tasting stations created by Uptown Shabby Shack. We'll have games, activities, and a silent auction with a little something for everyone. The night will benefit our anti-human trafficking education efforts in Sheridan County and beyond. Come join us for an unforgettable one-of-a-kind evening. Tickets and more can be found at uprisingyo.org. Come to Ucross for unparalleled bird hunting at Clear Creek Hunting. Guided and unguided pheasant hunts are available and open from now through March. Enjoy groomed hunt fields with perfect cover and plenty of birds to ensure you and your group a successful hunt. Now's the time. Call Clear Creek Hunting today, 737-2237 to get your reservations in early while the birds last. Because when they're gone, they're gone. The best place to hunt, Clear Creek Hunting in Ucross. Want to be in the know when there are community-related alerts? The City of Sheridan is currently working on a system that will alert your cell phone of critical information on severe weather, snow removal parking requirements, service outages, and other critical news. City residents will be asked to sign up beginning November 5th. Look for more information to be made available through your friends at the City of Sheridan, Sheridan Media, and the Country Bounty. morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting. Now, my next guest is the new executive director of the Sheridan County Library System, Amy Long. Good morning, Amy, and welcome back to the show. Good morning. I'm excited to be here. How are you liking Sheridan so far? I love it here. It is a wonderful town. Every day I enjoy it more and more. My mother-in-law is thrilled. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My husband really enjoys it. Um, he's one of the many Nathans in town, so <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a, team there's a of lot them. <laughs> of them, yeah, um, which he loves. And, uh, my kids are really enjoying their school. It's been such a relief to, to see the school system at work and, and see how well they're doing there. And so, yeah, I love everything about this town. It's great. You know, I'll say this, it's, it's a very easy place to fall in love with, isn't yeah. it? Uh, there's so many different opportunities for people to be involved, uh, you know, if like you said, especially with the school system, you know, I've gotten to know the, some of the superintendents over the years. And when it comes to a parent being involved, you are as involved as you want to be. And I've always appreciated that about uh, the Wyoming school system. Absolutely. Now, uh, how are you settling in with the new job? It's definitely a big job, and I'm excited to continue to learn every day. I learn something new and get to experience something for the first time. So it's never boring, and it is very rewarding. Uh, What's your favorite part of the job so far? Honestly, I love so many parts of the job. The people who work there are really talented and they're experts in the things that they do, and they're so kind, and I really enjoy getting to know all of them. And even just the physical buildings and the different areas our branches are located in, driving between, getting to see a little bit of the 
of the county yeah. while I drive between locations. Um, really, I can't think of anything about the job I don't like. <laughs> and I think that's great, you know, really, like you said, having to go out to your different branches mm-hmm. really kind of uh, lets you explore the map, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. And, and there are some beautiful locations around here. Yeah. Now, um, can you tell us a little bit about the recent library donations from your friends of the library? Yes, our friends of the library group just um, donated a little over $12,000 to the library, which we appreciate so much. We couldn't do it without these donations and the support of the community. Um, the Friends of the Library is a separate group from our foundation, but they do activities and engage with the library and supporting us in various different ways. So we really appreciate it. A fantastic organization that really does a great job of kind of gathering people mm-hmm. to carry the flag of mm-hmm. libraries everywhere. And I really do like that because that's one of the situations, you know, when I was younger, the advent of the internet and the advent of, uh, you know, well, well, I can get anything, you know, I, I, I had a brief thought around 2000, you know, will the library fade away? But it did the exact opposite and embraced all this new technology mm-hmm. and became the kind of the hub of, of mm-hmm. information for communities all over. I just, I loved that approach. Are you seeing that? Like uh, you get a lot of individuals, a lot of kids coming in after school, doing the study sessions, things like that. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, story time is big for moms and preschoolers while their kids are in school or um, before their school age, getting them ready for literacy. That's a huge piece of what the library does. In addition, just being a space. Um, People can come and work out of the library. Uh, They can access computers and technology that they may not have access to in other places. They can find a meeting room. They can sit and enjoy reading a book. They can find access to physical books or digital books. So I feel like we kind of run the gamut. We're trying to open our doors and be a community hub in as many ways as we can to help support community growth. You know, when my little girl was uh, uh, much, much younger, uh, we used to go to our local library probably about two, maybe three times a month and just turn her loose and, and let her go through there and look at all the books. And she always had her favorites, you know, they'd have the new stuff, but we always got to bring home the favorites. And uh, I just, I remember that as just a happy moment in, in our lives. And it's one that she looks back on even still, like she's in college now and she's learned to appreciate the value of not just going to the library to find a book, but being able to utilize that space, like what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. This is a quiet place. It, there's no distractions. I can get a bunch of homework done here really quick. And I've got every piece of information that I need right there at my fingertips. And and one more thing I do want to touch on, and that is staff. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can't find something, this is their home. They know what they're looking for. And uh, I've gotten to know some of the staff with the uh, up at the Falmer and great people, professionals. Yep. And working in that environment can almost be a breath of fresh air, can it? Like Absolutely. When you show up and everybody is a pro at what mm-hmm. they do. Now, speaking of spaces, yep. the library, I think, has been working on their spaces mm-hmm. since I think I took this job. The library and the why, just a poor state of constant construction, Mm -hmm. but it's all good stuff. Where are we at? 
Well, we're very close to wrapping up all of the projects at this point. Um, we have already completed the roof. That was a while ago. And the HVAC system that moved with that and the inner circle is now open and it has been filled in. If you remember, uh, I finally saw a picture of what it looked like before and it is all fresh and new with a single level floor, <laughs> uh, ready for meetings, high tech. You can hook up your laptop and do presentations. It's great. And then we also completed our new tween area in the kids zone. So that has four new tween computers and little area for homework, as well as their collection of materials and books. And then we expanded our teen computers and we added four additional teen computers there as well. Um, so with all of that, it feels like things are starting to, to ramp down. We just have a few little check boxes to finish up and, and we should be very good to, to move forward. So. We got a buddy named Brent Bennon over there at Nelson Engineering. He calls that curb and gutter. You know, we just got to do some curb and gutter. <laughs> Go that's, down that list down there. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> now, have you have you gotten a lot of interest in the use of uh, the inner circle? Are people reserving that space already? Yeah, as soon as we were able to reserve it, we had people already doing so. Um, and so the word has spread pretty quickly, which is great. Um, but I think the more we get the word out there, the more people will use it. And and I've never actually been in to see the inner circle. Mm -hmm. The last time I was down at the library, uh, I think there was still a lot of construction going on because it was it was almost like last summer. We used to eat in the lawn out there, but uh, so I think everything was still under construction. How many folks could I squeeze into that area if you were to just make an estimation? Comfortably, if everyone's sitting in chairs, you're probably looking at about. 65 to 75 people, I think. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, wow. I haven't counted the chairs, but the, the capacity as far as the fire uh, rating capacity, I think is about 112. Wow. So that's standing room, probably not comfortable. <laughs> so, But I'd say you can fit a fair amount of people in there. And as you said, uh, you know, I spoke with the uh, former executive director, Cameron Neff, quite a bit about the advent of the technology that's really mm -hmm. been put in there. And like that board uh is is pretty amazing can you explain what that thing can do just a little bit uh, like is it one of those digital boards like drop down computer type stuff or is it more the old-fashioned digital we have i'm not sure which board that might be but we have four no three monitors mounted in that room that you can plug into one computer and play one presentation on all three monitors you can also um, connect over Zoom, so you can have a camera and a, and a mic and, and connect over Zoom with those large screens, and so it, it's very convenient for a digital meeting. Um, and there is hearing loop in there as well, so that if you have a hearing aid, you can connect it to the sound system and, and hear better what is happening in that area. That's amazing. Yeah. Now, let's talk about that tween area just a little bit. You said you added four computers. I did have a question. When it comes to, because tween books, mm -hmm. holy cow, uh, you'll get 20 in a month if, if you're buying them all. What do you guys do with the old books? Is, is there like a back room that you put the stuff that's not checked out very much so that you can make room for the new material? Or is that like digitized and discarded? Um, it kind of depends on the material. So because we have other branches, there are times when a copy, specifically in our large type area, 
if it comes off the shelf, it might go to live at another branch for a little while um, and see if Story community wants to check that out. And um, eventually, if it's not really getting any use, then we do have a discard process. Um, and I'm learning about how we do that here. There's a variety of options. Sometimes you can sell it in your, your book sale room or you can do some other things with it. So there are lots of different ways of, of kind of responsibly re discarding your collection. Yeah. I just always wonder because there's so much new stuff coming out all mm -hmm. the time. And I would say that it's probably, and correct me if I'm wrong, but tween mm -hmm. really seems to be the most uh, abundant when it comes to change and constant books flowing in. Mm -hmm. Is that what it? I would say tween and teen. The interesting thing is a lot of books I grew up reading when I was that age are out of print. And wow, sometimes really? they fall out of fashion within five years. Like the new generation of teens don't read what the old generation of tween, <laughs> tweens and teens read. So um, you do have kind of a higher turnover of what is popular and what the trends are. And so it is it is very interesting, that age range, like 10 to 18, kind of very, very interesting to, to watch the publishing industry and how that works. Now, do we see a lot? Of teens and tweens coming in to get books there at the library? I don't have the statistics, but yeah, I think after school, it's it's pretty common for people to be there. Um, and it's a great place to find all kinds of different types of books that you might be looking for, like graphic novels, which are like the sort of novels written in comic book style, which are really fun to read and kind of engaging. And um, so things like that. Yeah. Uh, the Watchmen and V for Vendetta. <laughs> And those are two graphic novels that, uh, yeah, I've had copy, copies of those ones for years. Yep. Great social commentary on those. Now, all right, we've got some events coming up down there. Uh, what do we got coming up for the kiddos regarding Halloween activities? Well, there is actually one um, program today where 12 to 18-year-olds can come in at 3.30 and make their own Halloween resin jewelry and figurines. How cool is that? Yeah. Tomorrow um, at 1030, the five and unders can come in and make some silly monster masks. And at 330 tomorrow, the five to 11 year olds can come in and make their own trick or treat bag. I used an old pillowcase when I was a little boy. What did you use? <laughs> <laughs> I think I used a pillowcase too. <laughs> I think that was the classic. Here you go. Yeah. Here's your trick or treat bag. With the plastic mask and the trash bag costume. That's right. Yes. <laughs> You tied it on the back. Yes, you, you know, did. Looking back on those things, I actually saw a photo uh, somebody put online the other day of one of those classrooms where every kid was wearing that, and it has suddenly become quite creepy. To it see is so creepy. Kids <laughs> wearing those, you know, those lifeless eyes yes. in those plastic masks. Oh man, uh, they were huge back then. They they were. Were. Man, I was he man. All right, now. Uh, Tell me a little bit about those resin jewelry figurine class. Is that uh, dealing with like a, a plastic? I think so. I've I've seen some some videos online, and it's it's uh, a process of putting them in molds and letting them dry. They have to cure. And Zola, our children's uh, librarian manager, is just a whiz with anything crafty. And so she has done her research and come up with an idea of how we can get the teens engaged in this very popular. And a new trend in arts and crafts. How cool. So the kids can just go down there mm -hmm. and, and make some jewelry. Is there a fee or or is this open for everybody? No, it's open for everybody. That's the beautiful thing about a library. And that's today <laughs> at 3.30. That's right. What a great activity. You can head on down there with the kids and you can make some Halloween, Halloween resin jewelry. 
and uh, what a what a fun fun activity. Tell me about that Kiwanis book giveaway. This is another great activity going on. It is. Our local Kiwanis Club reached out um, and worked with Zola again on how to help support community reading. And they donated money for a book giveaway, which is fantastic. Um, And so on November 18th, you'll be able to visit the library for a free book for kids zero to 12 while supplies last. Um, you'll also be able to meet some of your local Kiwanis club members while you're there. What a great organization. And, and you know, they're always doing something in the community. Uh, usually it's like a, like big cookouts and hangouts like that. There's one more thing I do want to touch on before I got to let you go. And that's the homebound delivery service. Uh, tell me a little bit more about this thing. Winner's about to so snow's about to fly, my friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, how can we take advantage of this? That's right. Um, our homebound service, it has kind of a, a name that's a little tricky. Some people think, oh, well, I, I don't like to go out, but I'm not really homebound. That's okay. Um, this service is one where we can deliver books to you. So if you know of anyone who has a harder time getting out in the winter, maybe not a big fan of driving in the snow, um, or maybe they just don't get a chance to... Um, to get to the physical library very much, they can call the library and ask for our homebound services uh, contact, which is Catherine Gilbert, and she can arrange to deliver the books to them once a month or more if they need. And she can bring books they put on hold or books that she thinks they might like. That's amazing. um, Is there any way that we can jump online and see what's available? Yes, our online catalog is available and it shows the whole state of Wyoming. So you can also look at things from other libraries that you might like to get through the interlibrary loan service. Oh, that's great. So if, if you see a book, but the Falmer or, or the Sheridan County library system doesn't have it, you guys can actually get a hold of it for me and have it delivered right to the house. Absolutely. Holy cow. What, a, what an age. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's one of those situations where if you are at the house, maybe you're a senior, you don't like the cold, like what you said, you can still, have all the advantages of your public library right there. Uh, what's the best way that they could use that again? Uh, contact Catherine Gilbert at Homebound Services. Just call the main number of the library. Her extension is 123. Amy, I want to thank you so much for coming in this morning, my friend. It's a pleasure. I'm glad you're enjoying Sheridan. It's a great place, isn't it? It is. I'm excited to be here always. Thank you. <laughs> all right. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE. And 103.9 FM. Shared. with complicated bank switches? At First Federal Bank & Trust, we understand that where you bank matters and switching to the right bank should be a breeze. Introducing ClickSwitch, your ultimate solution to hassle-free direct deposit transfers. With ClickSwitch, we automatically move your recurring direct deposits from your old account to your new account. It's simple, safe, and takes just minutes. When you bank with First Federal, you're not just a customer, you're a valued member of the community. We take pride in living and working right alongside you, contributing to the growth of our local economy. First Federal Bank & Trust.
Midwest, member FDIC. Your search for office supplies starts right here at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. We've stocked our office supply department with supplies that meet your everyday work challenges. Our online store at SheridanCommercial.com where you can explore and discover exclusive deals and compare prices with a few clicks. So whether you prefer the in-store experience at 303 Broadway or the digital office store at SheridanCommercial.com, the Sheridan Commercial Company and office supply store is your partner open seven days a week. I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. Or should I say howdy hi? Uh, what? Do you know that I've been told it sounds like I'm saying howdy hi instead of Tommy hi? Honestly, I kind of like the sound of that better. Uh, howdy hi. I like the sound of that too. Well, come say howdy hi to our new showroom at Sheridan Power Sports. We'll be giving away oil changes, accessories, and $500 in chamber bucks to celebrate our remodel. No purchase necessary. Just stop in, say hi, and enter to win. Let's say howdy hi to the team at Sheridan Honda and Power Sports and enter for your chance to win. Are you ready to turn a page on your career? McDonald's restaurants in Sheridan have an exciting opportunity. McDonald's is on the lookout for a dynamic full-time shift manager to lead the team, starting at an impressive $21 per hour. This open-to-close position, including weekends, offers stability and opportunities for advancement. This shift manager position has a starting pay of $21 per hour. Visit McHire.com to submit your application online or drop by any McDonald's location in Sheridan to pick up an application. After an aerial dogfight, pilot officer Jack Absolute flies home to win the heart of his old flame, Lydia Languish. Back on British soil, Jack's advances soon turn to anarchy when the young heiress demands to be loved on her own, very particular terms. See how this rollicking new comedy works out as National Theater Live presents Jack Absolute Flies Again, tomorrow evening at 6 in Sheridan's Wyo Theater. Get your tickets at the Wyo box office or online at wyotheater.com. Little known fact, The Thing started out as just a stagehand before he became an actual co-star of The Addams Family. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and ghouls, the same goes for those used warbifores, motorcycles, and snowmobiles that are just gathering cobwebs around your place. Maybe you don't go haunting anymore. I mean hunting anymore. Hando's Service Center will buy your used machine and give it a new life. Disclaimer. Hando's used warbifores are not actually haunted, and the ghost repellent kit is for entertainment purposes only. KROE. Sheridan. Broadcasting from the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio. KROE.